Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. The free agency period has been insanity in the NFL, pain day style. We all know Aaron Rodgers was going to play for the Jets. It's inevitable. They'll get it done. You know they will. The string out of this thing has been absolutely ridiculous. And I might say painful, to say the least. He's a prima donna, and the way they treat players in Green Bay is enough to make you puke. I mean, look at what happened with Brett Favre. And then all these years later, they do it again to Aaron Rodgers, the multiple-time MVP, won him a Super Bowl. It means absolutely nothing to these undercutting thieves is what they are, robbing players of their careers. Honestly, they tell them one thing and do another. They cut deals with them, and then they have no intention of honoring those deals. It really is ridiculous when you think about it. Bills are going to cut a deal uh, with Jordan Poyer, it looks like. There's tons of other uh, signings. Chris Lidstrom uh, and his agent working on a deal uh, to re-sign in Hot Town. They've made a lot of moves, the Falcons. And how about uh, Baker Mayfield going to the Bucks? So now they got a quarterback at the very least. He got a nice deal, one year, eight and a half million How about the Eagles cutting Darius Slay? He's a badass, and they said, see you later. How about the Carolina Panthers stealing Hayden Hurst from the Bengals? The guy had a huge season, 52 catches for 414 yards, second highest career totals in both departments for him. I think he's been massively effective uh, in Cincinnati's offense. I love that guy's game. And the Panthers keep loading up. The Steelers got inside linebacker Cole Holcomb, a three-year deal from Washington. He was a four-year starter there. He was having a career year last year, 69 tackles in seven games, but injured his foot and had to have surgery. That finished him, but he's going to be back, and he's going to be a monster for Pittsburgh. So who are the uh, commanders going to have as a quarterback now that ice-cold Heineken has gone to the Falcons? Word is Jacoby Brissett. Ugh, I want to puke. Gardner Minshew. I love Minshew. And even Cooper Rush in their sights. How about 
Teddy Bridgewater. He's available. Lamar Jackson had the right to start negotiating with anyone he wanted on Wednesday. What a mess between Jackson and the Ravens. How about the Lions getting former Bear running back David Montgomery? Three years, 18 million, 11 mil guaranteed on that piece. The Niners restructured Fred Warner's deal, creating almost 10 million in cap space. The Bills did the same thing with Stefan Diggs. It freed up five and a half million in space. The Raiders got their hands on former Steeler linebacker Robert Spillane, a two-year deal worth $9 million. I got to be honest with you, he never did anything for the Steelers, so good luck. Looks like Jabril Peppers is going to stay with the Pats, a two-year deal with like $6 million in guaranteed money, and it could go up to around $11 million. The Bengals, Samaj P. Ryan, a two-year deal to go to the Broncos. They keep loading up the pistol. I thought Piran did a great job every time he played instead of Mixon. How about the end for Matt Ryan, cut by the Colts? And the Cowboys kept their boy, linebacker Vander Esch, your boy Layton, getting a new deal worth around $11 million in Big D. We talked about the Panthers. They even got the Red Rocket, your boy, the rifle, Andy Dalton, getting a deal two years, 10 mil in Charlotte. Eight million of it fully guaranteed. And the Eagles did bring back all pro corner James Bradbury, a three-year deal worth 38 million, 20 mil guaranteed, six mil in bonuses included as incentives. And they kept Boston Scott, the giant killer, a new one-year deal in Philadelphia. We told you on C2C this week that Stefan Gilmore went from the Dolts to the Cowboys. The Cardinals got their kicker, Matt Prater, a new two-year deal. The Steelers also brought back safety DeMonte Kazi on a two-year deal. The Finns re-signed running back Jeff Wilson to a two-year deal that has a maximum value of just over 8 mil. So what did the Giants send to Vegas for Waller? It was a third-round draft pick. That's all he was worth. Maybe that's because he stands on the sideline the whole season and never plays. And how about your boy Jalen Carter, the big hotshot drag racer that played for the national champs, Georgia, showed up nine pounds overweight from two weeks ago at the Combine and had a pro day in Athens and couldn't even finish his drills because he was so gassed. He weighed over 323 at his pro day. He only did certain drills. He didn't do a 40. He didn't do cone drills. Uh, There were other tests he didn't do either. They said he quit because he was cramping up, but everybody noticed that he was out of shape and breathing heavily. He also obviously didn't talk to the media after the pro day. That's because he's a drag racer. After being arrested for his role in the car wreck in Athens that killed one of his teammates and a recruiting staffer on the team, they were drag racing. The chick recruiter was racing Carter's car when the SUV she was driving went off the road, hit two power poles, a bunch of trees, and 
They said the police, she was doing a buck four. She had a blood alcohol level of point one nine seven, two and a half times the legal limit in Georgia. You drive drunk, you lose. This is what happens every time. People are like, oh, she's gone, and we're not supposed to talk about it that way. Well, I am. You drink and drive, you got it coming. Carter has to go to court in April, April 18th, nine days before the draft. Kirby Smart said, I can speak to the competitive character of the young man. I got to see it every day in practice and every day in games. It shows tremendous committed character to have injuries that he could have quit playing, but he came back. He could have sat out the rest of the year. He wanted to come back. He wanted to win. One of the greatest traits that Jalen has is his teammates, his brothers. He endears himself to his teammates and wanted to come back for those guys. But what about the uh, people that are dead that he was drag racing with? Anybody uh, consider them at all? Doesn't seem like he endeared himself to them, did he? You know, as long as he gets drafted and makes hundreds of millions of dollars, that's all that really matters in the world, right? Let's make sure he gets rich and famous while everybody else gets put in boxes in the ground. How about this guy, Chris Beard, who declined to talk about anything regarding his domestic violence arrest that led him to being fired at Texas when he got introduced in Oxford Miss as the new Ole Miss Rebel basketball coach yesterday. He said, quote, respectfully, Randy and I, that's his fiance." have agreed not to talk about the details of what happened. Not only that night, but in the nights we went through during the process. But I can tell you that much of what was reported is not accurate, and that has been proven with the case being dismissed and the charges being dropped, and also Randy's statement on December 23rd. I think that statement speaks for itself. Prosecutors said that uh, they determined the charge of strangulation, suffocation, family violence could not be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. Let's not forget that his fiance called 911 and told officers that Beard had strangled her, he had bit her, and he had hit her during a fight at his home. Then later, she said that Beard didn't choke her and he was defending himself and that she never intended for Beard to be arrested or prosecuted. Oh, my God. It is just sickening listening. I cannot even stand this chick. When they asked him about the injuries documented in police reports, Beard would not get into it. Quote, again, I'm certainly not trying to avoid the question, but... Randy and I have agreed not to discuss details. There was a time frame of what was reported and what was proven factual and not. Other statements were made and ultimately the charges were dismissed. End quote. Well, that's because she said don't charge him. The vice chancellor for athletics at Ole Miss said that we spoke with a lot of people to make our decision like we would any hire of this magnitude and were extremely thorough in our review of Coach Beard. That evaluation included delving into reports that led to his departure from Texas. Those are allegations that are taken seriously. It was important that we gain an understanding of what took place. What we learned is that initial reports were not accurate and not a reflection of what actually happened. And he said that they had multi-level conversations with people surrounding that night. And they used an outside search firm. 
I'm just laughing. I don't even want to listen to this. Honestly, I don't believe any of that. Uh, so uh, you hired an outside firm, and the outside firm said, you know what we'll do? Let's go find a guy that strangles his fiance and get him an interview. I mean, honest to Christ. Then they always talk about how great of a coach he is. 237 and 98, 11 and 5 in the NCAA tournament. Uh, then he was at Texas Tech, 112 and 55. And all they did was win, went to the Elite Eight, and made it to the National Championship game in 2019. And he's just such a wonderful coach. And I mean, all I could think of is what did he do to that chick that night with his hands around her neck, biting her and hitting her? I mean, that's, I mean, honestly, that's what they said. And, and all that was true, but none of it was true. What are we supposed to believe? No, what happened was she said, I don't want you to charge him. I'm not pressing charges. Let him go make millions coaching again. Again, so I can live in a big house. Honestly, this guy makes me sick to my stomach. I hope he loses every game he coaches forever. NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit, credit to the people. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.